0: Welcome to the Power Block Fitness Podcast. My name is Jason Lindsay. And
1: my name is Kitty Truax.
0: Has not changed, we still Kitty Truax. Good to know, huh? Yeah, what's your middle name? Marie. Kitty Marie Truax. Kitty Marie. Well, well you, that's not your your birth certificate doesn't read Kitty Marie Truax, I'm no.
1: Kitty Marie Cole. That's my maiden name.
0: Oh, you're married. That's right. Cole. Kitty, mm-hmm. Cole. Kitty Cole. Kitty Cole. Yeah, but the Kitty's not your birth name either. No. Yeah. Kristen. Kristen. Did you, Why am I
1: telling you this on did air? You, did you?
0: Did well? Who doesn't know that that is not Kitty, <laughs> right? Kristen
1: Marie Cole, I love you so. Tell us so about the Kitty. What well, how that happened? Actually, Kitty came from I was in a band, a Prince tribute band, heard and of. And I needed a stage name, and Kitty was it, and that's how it happened. Boom Shakalaka. I still
0: think you moved to Chanhassen because of Prince.
1: I did. I told my partner. I said he said, "Where do you want to live?" And I was just joking. I said, "I want to live by Prince," and he bought me a house like a mile away from Paisley Park.
0: That's awesome. It was rad. Do you like living in Chanhassen?
1: I now live in Victoria. Oh, you do? I just moved.
0: Oh, so you're right down the street. But from... I'm
1: originally from Northeast Minneapolis, it, so you can take the girl on. Well, there's the an way.
0: Andover in there, too. There is. Yeah.
1: Wow, nope. you do remember.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I got a good memory. Like you nothing. don't remember
1: my birthday, though.
0: I, 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 it's I, today. Is it really? It is. <laughs> is it really? Waka waka. Katie Truex turns... 36 years 35? 35 35 years old on uh, well we, we typically don't mention dates but who cares on this one on May 13th Correct
1: A Taurus just like you Jason
0: So <laughs> so so what does it mean if I'm a Taurus born in the year of the ox is that just oh my god right think about that Holy moly yeah. that means
1: you're a stubborn s o b
0: Yeah well so is everybody else it's not a Taurus <laughs> or a <tourist. laughs> Well said touche <laughs> So hey, speaking of so wait 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 this is fascinating to me. So you end up end up living right down the street from Prince. Now you're in Victoria, which is farther away. Do you like living out in, the, in kind of the sticks? But nice, a little a Really, I I worked in Chatsden for six years, and I know it's a really nice suburb.
1: It really built up though. Yeah, it's yeah, in I, the I seven was a, years I was there.
0: I was there. there oh six to, oh, to, to five to ten, two thousand five, two thousand ten. So it's bi- it's bigger now. Absolutely, and I haven't really been back pass through. But what I what I remember about Victoria's got a great golf course. Are you playing it anytime soon?
1: Yes, tomorrow, oh, Jason. Playing
0: playing Deer yep, Run. Can't wait. We should get Deer Run to be a sponsor here. I'm excited that you're going to play golf. Oh. Is this the first time this year?
1: First time? No, definitely not the first time this year. And not the last either. You play a lot of golf. I do. Really? I really enjoy it. What what's your handicap? I don't do that. Do you just play? I just play. You don't keep score? No, I do keep score, but a lot of time I play with my girlfriends. So we yeah. do scrambles or best ball. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite way to play.
0: I could I could talk about that forever, but nobody's gonna care about that. That's a, no.
1: It, I guess the quick
0: version is that I'm glad people if that's what gets people into golf. Yes, because I'm old school, mm-hmm. and I admit I'm old. school. My partner is too. And and there, I was playing at my home course a couple weeks ago, behind three guys playing scramble just mm. for fun, and I'm like I'm 48. Through the 30 f- years of playing golf, or f- 35 years. I've seen the dwindle, and people don't want to play their own ball. It's hard. Golf is hard. Yes, golf, it is. golf is frustrating, and it, 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 if you let it be, so I'm done criticizing or judging or being an elitist. Not that I ever really was, but a little bit. If that's what it takes to get you on the golf course, have a beer, play a scramble, I don't care anymore. Yes,
1: and you know, with my girlfriends, they just started with the pandemic. They started because yeah. that, what what, is, what else was there to do? Right, you could go outside and play. And really scramble and best ball were the reasons that they kept showing up because it was fun. It was much more fun for them.
0: And and I'm, and I'm sincere when I say that, but also it does speed up play. So I like that. Yes. I don't have to worry about playing behind for quick. Yeah, that's good. Dear Ron, love it. So do you think our guest today plays golf? Should we ask him? I would
1: that? love to ask him. I know he does some pretty cool stuff. I really do.
0: He's a very fit looking individual. Now that's pretty standard with the guests that for we have. For the guests we've had, being, yes. Being that we're the Power Block Fitness Podcast and... A lot of our peeps, are fitness folks, not all, you know, but, but most, what do you like best about him?
1: You know, he was actually on uh, Instagram. I saw his power blocks on Instagram, by the way, and I saw this push-up challenge that he did and it literally looked like he didn't even touch the ground when he was doing it. He made it look so easy.
0: I have, I'll have to check that out. I know that he has posted about with Power Blocks. That's kind of how I got connected he was doing, with
1: him. He was doing like a, an elevated renegade row. And yeah. I thought of you because I know that's one of your favorite moves. Renegade so, rows. Yeah, renegade yeah. row.
0: If you go to our website, boy, I got to change that. We've got 40 videos on our website, something like that. Movements that we had some, some fitness models do. And the, the video guy called it push-up row. It, well, and that's not incorrect. But everybody, m- most people know it as renegade role. It's mm-hmm. the alliteration. It's kind of a fun word, renegade. Of course. So I'm like, dude, you gotta, we got to change that. So he sends me the file, and I just, I, I'm, I'm reminding myself now in front of all these listeners. Witness. That I, I need to change. We need, <laughs> anyway, I'll, 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 we'll get on that. But so his, do you know how to say his name? Reese. Last Reese, name. Reese,
1: I believe it's Athande. Athande?
0: Reese Athade, I a th- believe. Oh,
1: well, I'm way off. Well, I like French.
0: It's <laughs> A-T-H-A-Y-D-E, right? Yeah, a fade.
1: All right, then let's let's ask him. We're
0: gonna call him up right now, get him on the phone, and we're gonna find out. And he answered the phone. I I always love it when they answer, Kitty, because you know you never know. He set these <laughs> up a few days ahead of time. You confirm. Thankfully, he's and, a cool and, guy, and, and you never know. And he is a super cool guy, which is why you know we have him on the podcast. I talked to him for the first time a few weeks ago, and in fact, I the cool thing about him is not only he's on the podcast right now. But he's got a blog post published on our website at PowerBlock.com. Cha-cha. Just, uh, you probably didn't know that, yeah. did, did you, Reese? And, and who, am, who am I talking to? We're talking to Reese Athade. Did I say that right? Athade. 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 Dang, yeah. dang. We both money on that. Thank lost. you for clearing both that lost up. We money on yeah. that.
1: <laughs> Good thing we didn't bet on that, Jason. Dang it.
0: Reese Athade. Well, Reese, how are you doing today? Doing well, man. How are you? Living and
2: dreaming. Great to talk to you. Yeah, we're excited. And where are you at? Where are you? You're in your kitchen I'm in my kitchen. Uh, I'm currently in Los Angeles, enjoying the weather. Except today, unfortunately, it's a bit gloomy. But every other day, it's sunny. So oh, you,
0: you, you poor, poor thing. You got one gloomy day out of 365. It's act-
2: only 9 degrees, guys. It's freezing here. Make Is your it- own sunshine, Reese. Oh, I'm
0: sorry, Reese. It's hot. what's the temperature?
2: <laughs> it's like 60s degrees. Yeah. No, I understand. Freezing. If you're if
0: you're used to, and you you've only been there for a short time? Or how long have you been there? Because you transplanted from New York City. Is that right?
2: Yeah. So I was back and forth for about a year, 2019 to 2020. And then as we all know, the world ended. So I was in New York, peak quarantine from March to May, and then moved out here, May 2020. May
0: 2020. you've been there for a
1: year. You've been yep. there for a year. You've been there
2: for about 300. Do
0: you remember the date? Has it been exact? It, what's the anniversary? Is it today? It
2: could actually be today now that now that you say Boom. that. Let's...
0: We had a coincidence. Kitty Truax's 35th birthday and, mm-hmm. and the anniversary. And of, your anniversary yeah. of moving
1: to L.A. Check wow. it out now.
0: I'm just more impressed that Kitty didn't want to move the podcast day on her birthday. She just decided to hang out with, I show up, with me and, and you. So, no, that's awesome. I want. Let's Let's start with this. Reese, if you wouldn't mind talking about where you grew up, where you're from, and go from there.
2: Yeah. So I grew up in New York City, actually, and a lot of times when people say that they're either from Westchester or they're in Long Island and they saw the city, but I actually grew up in the heart of Manhattan. I I was born on 66th or I think 68th in New York, grew up in 64th and 1st, and then 63rd and 2nd. So New York is my in my blood. Then when I was in high school, I actually went to boarding school. So I lived back and forth between New York and Massachusetts, went to college in the city, stayed there, and then finally made my way over here in L.A.
0: So are you, are you living proof that you don't have to have an accent if you don't want to? You don't have that Manhattan or that New York <laughs> accent. I shouldn't say Brooklyn, too, but, but you here's say- the
2: thing. If I noticed that here and there it comes out. Especially if I get a little annoyed, I'll i <laughs> get that New York flair in there. Or if I talk about coffee or something like that, it might it might just pop in there.
1: We'll have to talk about
2: coffee. I want to hear it.
0: That's awesome. I don't hear it at all, but mm-hmm. I but but so maybe someday if we you know next time I talk to you, but but I'm guessing the boarding school probably part of that too.
2: When I went to boarding school, I had kids from South Korea. I had yeah. kids from Massachusetts. I had kids from California. I had kids from all over. So when you're in that mix, then you start to pick up different things like every now and then i'll say wicked you know like they say (laughs) so you pick up a couple different things but i realized it just became a blend of all these different accents (laughs) right on what about college so for college actually i went to hunter college in new york city that was an interesting experience because when everyone thinks of college they think about going to campus and they they have fraternities and sororities and they have their sports teams and you know they have the football field and all that stuff but you don't have that in New York City. It's a lot of commuter schools, so you just kind of go in, you do your thing, you go to your classes, and then you get out. Right. But that's also the benefit of being in the city is because you're not on campus and you're not stuck in the bubble. You go out and explore, and you venture out to all these businesses that are around there, and you learn all these life skills and business skills. So actually, my third year in, I stopped going to Hunter because I decided to go all in on my dream, and that was when we started The Dogtown.
1: Tell me more about the dog pound because I did a lot of background on it and it actually seems like a, a really cool thing. You even were in Times Square. You had like a, a billboard in Times Square with that squad, yeah, didn't you? So,
2: yeah. So it's it was a crazy progression in a couple of years because it started back in the day with a couple of us just renting out space in this gym. You know, I actually worked for that gym and there was another trainer there. He ended up being CEO, but we came together. It was four trainers and I helped all in the back end, you know, emailing the investors, managing the accounts, all that stuff. And eventually we we got kicked out of that gym because it was this gym growing inside another person's gym. We moved to the gym next door and built out our location. And then just for years on end, we went from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. back to back every client building mm-hmm. up what the culture meant, what the brand was. And then, yeah, that led up to Times Square, you know. <laughs>
1: And you train some big names. I mean, as I was looking, Hugh Jackman, Ryan Seacrest mentions you in his double, he did double down workouts or something along those lines. And then the Victoria's Secret Angels. Reese. do you want to yeah. tell me about that? Yeah, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it was a great experience training all those people. They're all extremely down to earth, but some of the most hardest working people I've ever met. And I think what's really cool about seeing... And working with the people that are at the top of their game is seeing how consistent they are at doing what they do mm. so whenever i would train hugh or ryan or any of the vs girls it was just constant like every day same time knock out the routine and it, it was a it was a very cool and fun learning experience working with them reese you're wicked fit <laughs> <laughs>
0: But were you always, I want to, let's talk, let's go back a little bit. How did you get into fitness? Were you always a fit kid? Were you always involved in athletics and those things?
2: Yeah. So this is pretty interesting. So when I was younger, I would always join my brother in the athletic programs we did, whether it was baseball, golf, tennis, soccer, I would always be working out with the older kids. And the thing with me was I grew up with a lot of health issues as well. So growing up, I had asthma scoliosis i had really bad eyesight that eventually that prevented me from playing sports which i'll get into in, in a second and i was allergic to all nuts lentils beans peas chickpeas tuna egg yolk papaya apple skin peaches and strawberries how <laughs> so, many times have you said Jesus. that out loud oh my god since i wow. was like old, you know you <laughs> memorized a little script but so i didn't know how to eat either you know so as i'm getting older And this is where the eyesight comes back in eating a little bit of crap, because I don't really know what exactly to eat, because I'll be I'll be in school, you know, it's not like my parents were there every single second while while I'm at school there. While I'm at school, I'm I'm eating what I see in the cafeteria. So if let's say like I can't have the PB&J option or I can't have certain things, you know, school may be serving pizza or they might just we might just go get like some fast food or something like that. So eventually, like, I start to put on a little weight. My asthma's not getting any better. My vision has now gotten so bad. I was negative 7.5 in one eye and negative 7.25 in the other. Mm -hmm. So I'm almost legally blind. Needless to say, my hand-eye coordination is starting to get absolutely Mm -hmm. terrible, you know? Not bad Mm -hmm. for a kid who's close to legally blind, but it, it was rough. And then by the time I'm in junior high, I'm, like, kind of on and off in sports. And I remember my teacher comes up to me and he said, Hey Reese, why don't you join the wrestling team?
1: Mm.
2: I think you'd be, I think you'd be good at this. So I said, sure, why not? I joined the team and of course I'm losing every match. I'm getting winded, you know, first minute in and and it's pretty rough. And I just start, something starts bothering me about that. And I start to look at myself and I actually ended up getting a little bit bullied in junior high too, because these kids who kept with sports, you know, their bodies are starting to change. They're putting on, they're getting a little muscle tone you know, I had what they called six pack flabs (laughs) in sixth grade. So I decided, you know what, I need to make a change. So I started by, you know, going for long walks, then I turned those into runs. I started, you know, getting my steps in, which is not just how many steps you walk, but also like, you know, let me try and at least go to the weight room for 15, 20 minutes and, you know, work an hour and eventually I get to high school. I, I start really committing to it. And by the time I graduated, high school. I went from being that freshman who was dead last in the runs by a mile to leading the runs as captain of the wrestling team. So, you know, I like really had evolved and changed my life through fitness.
1: That's an incredible story. Sixth grade consistency. Exactly. I also saw that you got into taekwondo as well. Wrestling, taekwondo, weight training. Is that kind of what your basis was?
2: Yeah. So I did wrestling to start Then eventually, this is actually a cool story, too, is because uh, I grew up in New York City. So we had doormen and there's a gym in the building and we couldn't afford the membership. I I wasn't working. And my parents, you know, it's tough living in Manhattan and everything. And they were like, listen, like we can't afford this membership. So I spoke to the doorman. I said, look, like I'm really I'm trying to get into this. Is there any way you could let me go to the gym here? So he said, all right, come at 1130 p.m. Oh, and you can use it. Just make sure that your mom comes down and she's watching you. And if you're good to go and everything, then you can start coming down by yourself. So he I I start coming down. My mom comes with me and I'm working out and I keep going every single night, 1130 till like one to two in the morning. Wow. And then I would go to school. And eventually he starts to see that my body's starting to change. I'm starting to get more fit. And he said, listen, I'm actually a black belt in Taekwondo. I don't know if that's something that interests you, but just seeing you do this is inspiring. I'd love to. I'm happy to train you every week. Like, let's do it. So I start training Taekwondo. I start learning boxing from him. And as that continues, I'm at boarding school. I'll do my own thing. I come back on vacation. I'll work with him. After I graduate and I come back for college, I decide to go to the gym and I start picking up Muay Thai at this other gym. And I just, you know, I, I kind of fell into a routine of just picking up whatever I could and working out wherever I could and incorporating all these different martial arts into my, my lifestyle.
0: Wow. Why did you become a trainer or coach? or Why do you do that? And what, what was the, when you were at Hunter College, were you, did you study exercise science so, If I heard you right, you dropped out to start Dog Pound or to train. Talk about that.
2: So I actually I studied computer science at Hunter, and it was something that definitely fascinated me. And as you can see in the world today, it definitely is where fitness and life has taken us as everything's converted over to the digital. So I thought, you know what, let me be practical, let me do this. But my passion was always exercise and exercise science. And I found out that in order to be a trainer, you don't necessarily need a degree, but you do need a certification. So I started um, studying for a specific certification. It was the Fit Tour one. I, I got certified there. I, I decided to train on the side and I, I figured I always had difficulties knowing what to do until someone told me this is how, you know, in order to get to this you need one plus one and i need someone i needed someone to tell me you need one plus one so i figured it would be amazing if now that i figured this out i can share that with others and i started by just training a couple friends you know like they saw my body change they're like you know what like you did this we need help too and i realized that that was so empowering is to be able to help and motivate others because It doesn't matter how many setbacks you have or obstacles you have. Those are actually motivators. You can actually end up being stronger because you have those, because you're working through difficult conditions. And it was just so cool sharing that experience with so many people that I fell in love with it.
0: Well, if you're at a coffee shop or having a cocktail, and I'm not even sure if you drink with your abs, (laughs) uh, reading your blog post, if somebody asks, Reese, what do you do? What do you tell them?
2: I mean, I, I just say I, I'm a I'm a personal trainer, and now now I actually tell them I started my own platform, uh, my own fitness platform.
1: How can we find that platform, Reese?
2: the The website is jointphantom.com It should be officially launching in about two weeks or so. So this is a little oh. sneak peek. A little okay, sneak. <laughs> this podcast is Snake coming peek. out in about ten days. There you so go. I think it's good timing. Perfect.
0: Yeah.
2: Drop it on. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I've created a platform to make exercise and working out as accessible to people as possible. I feel like that's what people struggle with the most is thinking that something is so out of reach and that you know, I'll never get to that level of fitness. But I think people need to realize that there's a methodical approach to fitness that can be taken. And that's my philosophy. That's what I always tell people is I, I launched my own platform and I'm a trainer that helps people realize their goals, no matter their obstacles or setbacks.
0: Do you mind, Reese, elaborating on what you mean by a methodical approach? Thank you for asking
1: that. Yeah. That's what I want to know, too.
2: So when I say methodical approach, I mean a step-by-step way of looking at fitness, which is anytime that someone has said, hey, Reese, I really need a plan to work out. I'm nervous to do a session, but maybe I can do X, Y, and Z before we do a session so that I'm ready for it. And I think people don't realize that the point of a session is to, for the lack of a better word, die during the session, right? Like <laughs> if it, if you're not absolutely dead throughout the session, I'm failing at my job. It is my job to push you to that point and keep you working so that it's not about that one session where you know what like i made it 50 minutes i died i'm gonna be in shape right it, 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 i'm never gonna get a person in shape in one session it's about knowing okay this method is gonna take 10 20 50 100 it's about creating a sustainable lifestyle that makes you a healthier person and then in turn a more in shape person but if you just look at the fin if you look at the finish line a year later, 365 days later, you're going to be like, oh, like I'm not going to make that. Like, There's no way I can, I can do all these push-ups, all these squats, all this whatever. But if you look, okay, you know what? Day one, I made it 15 minutes. Day two, I'm going to shoot for 16 minutes. That's what I mean about a methodical approach.
0: Thank you. So I always say, and you can call yourself what you want. There's nothing wrong with that title personal trainer. But I always say trainers count reps, coaches change lives. And I always like to use the word coach. Yeah. And, and and I'm sure you've used that term before to describe yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, I think you should. But that being said, because what you do is so much more than just kicking someone's ass right in order to yeah. get the be- most results from the most people. You've got to get into psychology sometimes and you have to get into nutrition sometimes. And I'm not asking you to give away all your secrets here, Reese, but if you could give us a little bit about, you know, how you handle that with clients, if you can think of a client in particular mm-hmm. you know, that may maybe has emotional you know, some emotional problems, psychological problems, and, and eating problems. And sometimes those two go hand in hand.
2: Yeah. Well, and it's why I use the word trainer and coach as well. But I, I love using the word trainer too, is because training doesn't just pertain to exercising, right? Training is mental as much as it is physical. And a lot of times I'll have sessions. Good point. Especially when people are really pushing themselves and they're hitting that hump where it's like, you know what? Let's say someone's uh, on. No, day five and they've changed their diet they're working out consistently they're gonna hit that little hump or they're gonna be like like i just want to eat a bunch of crap or Mm -hmm. i'm really struggling here i'm in pain i'm this i'm that and sometimes it just helps like even if let's say i have you for an hour if 30 minutes that day goes to us talking and 30 minutes is to working out that conversation is so important to the training process because a lot of times, like you said, I need to know psychology. Like sometimes a trainer functions as a therapist, too. There's a lot of things beyond that one hour session that we have that that person's going through. And if it's struggling with food, it's struggling with this. There's a lot in that conversation that can educate the client to build that sustainable habit. It doesn't have to be one hour throwing up by the end of the hour or whatever. Day five, right. you know, what? let's pull back a little bit. Let's see, like, you're you're low energy, you're feeling down on yourself, let's talk through that. What are we doing that's causing this? And what can we do long term that can help you get through these moments? That's what I think training really is.
1: That's great. I feel like your method is to consistently and continuously push their comfort zone, so to speak. Like you said, if I do 50 minutes today, I'll do 16 tomorrow. Yeah. But also to be that person to kind of support and catch them. When that uncomfort zone is just a little bit too uncomfortable, so I love that you're going at it in this method, if you will. And I truly hope that you have an incredible following with your new platform, Reese. I think it's great.
0: You so much, thank you. He's got a decent following on
2: Instagram. Absolutely. How, how do we find you on Instagram? I don't know if you, did you
1: 152k yeah. at the time of this recording,
2: guys? It's at rjathayde. RJified. The J is my my middle initial. <laughs>
1: What is your middle initial? Or what's your middle name?
2: Middle name is Jude. Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. So my parents love the Beatles and we're Catholic and they named me after St. Jude. So there's a lot of meanings there. So
1: Speaking of your parents, they're immigrants, correct? They immigrated from India. Is that right?
2: From India. So that's another story, too, because they came to America in the late 80s with $500 in their pocket. And they were like we're just gonna take a chance here and we want a better life we want to change in our lives we're just gonna go for it and it's turned into my life today you know I can't thank them enough but another interesting thing is the culture in India that they grew up with weight training was terrible for you and exercising was really it's a culture where the bigger you are I guess more affluent you are and it, it, it's a very interesting contrast to mm-hmm. what we're here in America but I remember when I was starting to weight train and everything. My parents loved calisthenics. They were like, you know, what? do it all you want. My dad uh, was a black belt in karate and my mom ran track. So they both, they loved calisthenics. They love body weight movements. But when it came to weight training, if I put a squat bar on, on my back, my parents were terrified I would break <laughs> growth or whatever. And I, it took a lot of explaining and fighting and me sneaking around trying to <laughs> weightlift when they weren't around. And then, you know, it was <laughs> a whole mess of things as I was growing up.
0: Wow. Reese, I want to talk a little bit more about New York City and L.A. What, Why did you move to Los Angeles? Do you think you'll go back to New York? Are you there to stay? I mean, the weather's. I mean, they're two different, to- totally different cities, weather and, and the people.
2: Everything, yeah. It's hard to say what's going to happen. I think... 2020 proved to me that i can't i can plan for the future but i can't really make any claims i'm definitely going to do something i would love to come back to new york new york is my home it's my heart and soul and i really do love new york and i definitely will come back for a while let's see where i plant my roots but for now i'm definitely loving la i'm gonna stay here for a minute i came out to la mainly because quarantine in new york was pretty rough i remember i was there march 2020 to may 2020 and it was empty like i'm talking if i would walk ghost town it had to
1: be maddening there they
2: would walk away from me and be terrified to even make eye contact with me and so i i realized that la was slightly more open than new york due to the warm weather and a lot more people have home gyms out here that's definitely the trend i've seen here and so i figured if there's Any work to be done, independent. At that time, I was with my previous company. It will be in L.A. to start. So I came out to L.A., I helped reopen that space, and then really started building my own personal brand. And, you know, it's turned into what it is today. And I'm definitely excited to keep building that out here for now.
0: Are you single? You got a significant other? Are you dating a famous person? Did I read this right? (laughs) 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 Yeah, so
2: I I have a, a girlfriend now who I live with who's actually here in the kitchen with me right now nice, <laughs> nice. to meet you all right <laughs> yeah so i'm dating the paris burrells so she's <laughs> um <laughs> but she's she's right here you know, say hi. hello paris
1: oh hi hi paris <laughs> hello nice to meet you sister Paris. Yes. what
0: does paris what does paris do
2: Paris is an actress and she's also written and going to be producing her very own show called our friend, Molly. Very
1: fantastic. Wow. Congratulations, Paris. Awesome. <laughs> cool. I have to sell it first. So, but we're almost
0: no. <laughs>
1: well, this podcast is going to do it. Yeah. Obviously we're, you just we're, sold we're it. Help. Yep. We're going to right do what
0: we can. I got you. Babe.
1: <laughs> no. I actually want to flip back uh, to the, when you train people. Now the, the question I wanted to ask you of the hour reese is was there any training move that all of the angels did or that was special like a secret move for just the victoria's secret angels do they go but they go by angels is that oh it? yeah the <laughs> angels
2: this is the funny thing is uh everyone thinks there's this secret uh formula or this- <laughs> but they train just the same as anyone else does and it's a different mix and you start to see you know all of them look Similar in body types, but they're all actually, every person's body functions differently, you know, diet wise, exercise wise. So I had one angel, she trained heavy weights, another one that trained just body weights, another one that just did bands, another one that did a mix of all of them on different days. But yeah, everyone just did a mix of everything, but it's all the same staple moves that you and I do ourselves.
1: So it's not a program per se, it's by the person, which is awesome
2: yeah everything that I every session that I've ever done I've always personalized it to that person's goals plans injuries rad rad now
1: here's another thing too you're a pretty on the go kind of a guy as I'm looking at your Instagram and all of that stuff it seems like you're moving a lot so I want to know what are your favorite like hotel workouts or on the go workouts with or without power block (laughs) but what's your favorite on the go workout Reese
2: um actually i i love some bodyweight stuff i mean if i'm in a hotel room like when i've traveled to whether it's japan italy france whatever it is if i've just had my hotel room just bodyweight stuff and cardio you know like everyone hates this move but they love it too it's burpees really gets your heart rate up my favorite ab move is a plank or a v up because it engages all of it and To be honest, it's all the moves that people hate the most, but people hate them the most because they are the most. For a reason. Mm
0: -hmm. Makes sense to me. Reese, how, how are you liking those power
2: blocks? Oh, my God, I'm addicted to them. I brag about them so much, actually. Um, I have I have the, the barbell attachment. I have the benches. I have the dip attachment. I have the, the power blocks. Up. D, all of the above. Wow. I'm power blocked out, but I, I couldn't get enough of them. I actually I was FaceTiming with a friend, and I said, here, check out my gym. And I said, look, this barbell attaches to the dumbbells. I have this dip bar that plugs into the bench. They also have a pull-up bar attachment. Like I can't stop bragging about them. So needless to say, I'm very... That's awesome. I got. I want to qu- just you, your blog post
0: is up. People can check it out at powerblock dot com under the blog tab. You wrote a blog post for us called "Top Five Ways to Lose Body Fat Quickly," and it's well written. It's 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 a really good good advice. And number five, you said drink more water, and I just I don't think that's talked about as enough uh, as much as it should be. Yeah. It's do you? It sounds like you agree with me, but it's you. You wrote as simple as it sounds, drinking water is amazing for your body. I don't disagree. Most of the times we're hungry. We're actually thirsty. Do you see that a lot with your clients?
2: Oh, tons of times. I actually realize like a lot, a lot of times, even for myself, you know, it's just cause I'm a trainer doesn't mean I don't go through it too, but there are times where you, me, my client will be ravenous, you know, and just absolutely dying for food. And then when we just drink a glass of water, we realize it fills our stomach and we don't need food anymore, you know? and, and, I don't think that's talked about enough, for sure.
0: I, yeah, I just think most people go through life dehydrated. and Yeah. You know, I just want to be the water boy, do my best to. Get,
1: be the get, water boy, get, yeah, Adam pe- Sandler pe- style. Yeah,
0: Adam Sandler. Well, Reese, we appreciate your time. That was awesome. We'll probably, we'll, we'll ask you to come on again. If I can put you on the spot, would you come on again in a few months if we ask you to for another 30 minutes?
2: Absolutely. I, I love this.
0: And one more thing, or at least unless Katie's got more, I will be in Los Angeles in November <laughs> and the Minnesota Vikings are playing the Los Angeles chargers and I'm going to the game Oh, that's awesome. and, and I'm not inviting you to the game with me unless you no. want to go. Well, you know, I mean, Man, I'm not, setup. I don't want to obligate the guy. I was, I was, you, for you, drop. Listen, I was too. Always. Well, okay. You and, you and Paris are invited to the game. Fine. <laughs> and we, and, and we're g- We've got a connection out there. So we're going to be sitting really, we might be in a box and a, so, no promises yet, but, but, before the game or after the game, probably before, I want you to put me through a workout. Is that Can we do that with your power
2: blocks? 1,000% done. Yeah,
0: my man. What a lucky duck you
1: are. <laughs> now, to close it up, actually, I just kind of want to pick your brain one more time and ask, you know, if someone's seeking to start up their own regimen, something that they want to start on their own, where would you tell someone to start, Reese?
2: I would say, I mean, first of all, really, it's... I can train any person for one hour, right? And we can crush it in that hour. But if you're not doing the right things outside of the session where it starts, you know, like we don't start in our day and I'm training you, right? Like, Start your day. You do a lot of things, whether you drink your coffee or you have breakfast or whatever. So I would say start with those moments right there. If you're adding sugar and milk to your coffee, if you're chowing down a Mm. breakfast with bacon and sausage and hash browns, you know, like let's address that first to, to build a regimen. Sure. And then when we get into the fitness, you know, if let's say I've, I've had clients who are 300 pounds, and they're like, I need to change my life or I'm going to die. Right. And once they address those habits, it's like, okay, why don't we start with a walk? Every day this week, or every other day this week, let's start with a 15-20 minute walk, build up from there, you know, and then let's start certain training sessions. And I always say, like I said earlier in this podcast, you know, it's about building sustainable lifestyle habits. So if I start you working out seven days a week, that may be difficult. But if we start one session a week, then build up to two, build up to three in the session. And we've done our walks. Now we can start incorporating a little weights. I think that's that's where I would start.
0: Wonderful advice.
1: Methodically pushing comfort yeah. zones. <laughs> Dig it. Sounds about right. Dig it. Well, hey, listen,
0: Reese, we've taken up, up your time. It's been awesome. It's been a pleasure. Anything you want to add before we uh, sign off on you?
2: Nothing for now, you know, just excited, excited for this. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, for any questions, you know, I'm always available on Instagram and I'll be available on my platform.
0: Yeah, really We're excited to see It's a, a great guy to follow on Instagram. All the everything he posts is helpful. It's, it's inspirational, motivational. So yeah, check it out. Love All right, buddy. It. Hey, we'll I'll keep you posted about the next time on the podcast. Maybe I might ask you to do another blog if you want to, but uh, no obligation. But the but when we come in November, I'm going to stop by and see you. Okay?
2: Can't wait, brother.
1: Thank you so much, Reese. Thanks, Paris, again as well.
2: Yeah. See you guys. Take care.
0: Reese, how do you say his last name?
1: Reese Athade. A a No.
0: A thigh. A What am I going to get it right? He's going to hate us for that. No. I. Th- yeah, and he, I've talked to him and asked him how a to th- th- pronounce th- it, but I just—it's one of those names. But Reese is a cool name. R H Y S. Yes. Reese. A different spelling of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Super that too. cool dude, isn't he? I, I really liked him. I couldn't. I couldn't get into the accent. It, he's, he's straight up no no Manhattan accent, right? None.
1: Yeah. And he went he went through some icky stuff back in the day, too. Like you said, being bullied and, and got yeah. through all that stuff.
0: Yeah, we could have dove into that a little bit more, but I don't we know. We might. I think our listeners would, not that, you know, they'd rather hear about, which I'm glad you asked some questions. You know, he gave some awesome advice there at the end. I mean, throughout the podcast. But, Absolutely. You know, at the end, how- well,
1: and the thing about being in sixth grade and knowing that you need to make a change and yeah. then consistently making that change. And then being a role model by following by example, leading by example. With his friends, wanted to get into it my, too.
0: My, my oldest nephew's in seventh grade. He's overweight. I mean, the kid's five six, five seven, two hundred 200 pounds. I'm going to have him listen to this podcast. Yeah, there you maybe, go. Maybe not this end part.
1: So. Spark the fire. There it is. Start with a walk. You got to start somewhere. Yes. 100%. Got to start somewhere. And yeah. thankfully, Reese knows where to start.
0: I would, you know, I, I'm i glad we got him. I, I, I knew from the time that I talked to him that he'd be a good guest. You know, I just think. You know, I mean, he's he that. He's really humble, down to earth,
1: just New York, a real to, cat. New
0: York to L. A. Got the you like the you dating someone famous? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would. Well, he's in L. A. You never is know. Did she stare
0: right there? Yeah, I wouldn't have asked that question if I knew she was. She's just. We got to talk she's to her though. How cool is that? She's like who are these clowns out in Minnesota asking about your Minnesota famous girlfriend? Minnesota clowns. Well, I'm glad I didn't ask him about. Well, I'm sorry. Do you regret now asking him about Victoria's Secrets?
1: Of course not. With absolutely not. <laughs> nope. That was a question that was burning inside of me. Well, I, I had know.
0: a few. I had a few that I wanted to ask. I'm glad I didn't. Now they probably wouldn't be appropriate for this podcast. No. Anyway, well, you can do that
1: at the Chargers Vikes game.
0: Yes. Well, that'll happen. That's a. That's a. Are you coming, Dan?
1: I didn't get my invite, so I'll, I'll so, watch it from home.
0: Here's the deal. <laughs> we we sell them product. The Los Angeles Chargers in their facility have thousands and thousands of dollars of power block product. Yes. And one of the sales people in this organization has a good relationship with the strength coach. So I'm basing it on his word, but I trust him. You know, you know who I'm talking about. And he's like, Oh no, we'll 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 be sitting in box we'll be sitting in a suite or a box or something like that. I hope
1: you have a great time with Dun, Reese in Paris.
0: Done deal. No, I'm gonna stop by yeah. and see. him. Yeah. I'm gonna invite them if they can come. I don't them. doubt I don't, it. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. I mean, it's Los Angeles. It helps to know people. You know, I don't want to be in L.A. without with just me and me and Jay. Los Angeles. <laughs> well, hey, listen, listeners, appreciate you listening. Uh, if you want to promote our podcast to get more listeners, that would be awesome. Support, subscribe, share. Because we're, share. we're not going to keep doing the podcast if people don't listen. Thank God there are people that They're do listening. listen. But I know. But the uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, powerblock.com. And in the future, be excited about some guests we got coming up. We've got uh, we got a rock star coming up. Not not talking Kitty Truax, talking about somebody. I'm here every week, baby. You can get about, me. Talking every about week. somebody, you know, that's maybe just a little bit bigger than you. Sure. That's not offensive, but and a few other people, entrepreneur type folks. How about this? A friend of mine owns like five businesses, including a gym. Just wrote a book, was featured on Undercover Billionaire. We got him coming up. I'd tell you his name, but I'm just going a little teaser. And if I did tell you his name, you are a tease, there's 100,000 of them in the world. He's got the most basic name in the world. <laughs> but anyway, look for that. Kitty, you good? I'm great. Thanks Jason. for having me. Thank you. All right. See, see you, guys. you next week. Peace out.